You're listening to The Couplehood Podcast, a podcast designed for parents who want to keep their romantic relationships thriving and build their most intentional life. I'm your host, Allison Villa, psychotherapist and relationship expert. Today, we are going to talk about self-care and why it is the key to every awesome relationship. Self-care is the foundation of your relationship, and I'm going to dive into why. I'm going to give you a little personal story as to why I feel so passionately about self-care in particular. And then at the end, I'm going to give you some questions to ponder, to give you some clarity as to what self-care looks like for you specifically. All right. So first things first, let's just talk about self-care. I know this word, it gets thrown around a lot. We hear it a lot. What does it actually mean? And what I hear often is as soon as the word self-care comes up, I hear people say, I'm just so overwhelmed. I cannot even squeeze self-care into my life, whatever that is. So let me just start with what does self-care mean? And the definition of self-care is the intentional act of restoring yourself. Now, what's important about this is the word intentional. So if you think about your life before kids, self-care probably was woven into your life just naturally, right? Maybe you walked to work or you would meet a friend for a coffee or you would have a chat with your friend on the phone or you would think about something nice you wanted to make for dinner that was really special or like all these little ways where you would go to the gym or the yoga class or whatever it is, right? Self-care was likely just woven into your life before kids in a really natural way. And after we have kids, obviously your life changes, right? And your kids need a lot of time and energy. And so self-care is not going to happen as easily as it did before. It's most definitely is not going to happen by accident, right? When you have kids, because there's a lot of needs that need to be met all of the time. So this is why self-care needs to be intentional. At times it does need to be scheduled. And I know this is where the overwhelm comes in. Oh my goodness. There's so many things scheduled in already. I don't want to add one more thing to my schedule. Just take a deep breath. And let's also talk about what self-care actually is because self-care yeah self-care can be going and spending the day at, at the spa definitely that is restoring that is intentional but i'm guessing you might not have a whole lot of time for that and if you do amazing make it happen but i'm talking about self-care in your everyday life how can you restore yourself in a way that is easy and possible and there's a few ways to do that and i want you to think about just five minute activities that fill you up I'm going to give you a couple of examples. So one example can be taking yourself for a walk around the block every day after dinner, let's say. So you're going to take yourself around the block for five minutes. I'm really just talking five minutes. What are things that you can do that will restore you that take five minutes? So maybe after dinner every day or every other day, you are going to take yourself for a walk. What about if when your baby is having a nap, you sit on the couch and you put your feet up for five minutes. And yes, there's going to be a million things to do. There will always be things on your to-do list, but this is a practice. Self-care is a practice. It's something that you, you're creating new synapses in your brain. You're creating new neural pathways to say, yep, yeah, there are many things to do and 
it is important for me to intentionally restore first. What also tends to come up a lot is this idea that self-care or taking time for yourself is selfish. And I really want to smash this myth because there's so many reasons why selfish and self-care could not be more different. So remember, self-care is the intentional act of replenishing yourself, of restoring yourself. So that means that self-care gives you energy for yourself and for those around you. And selfish is when someone thinks only of themselves on a regular basis. It's when somebody isolates themselves and they're not able to create joy or love for themselves or for anyone around them. Do you hear the difference there, right? Selfish, it's when you are consistently only thinking about you and because of that, you're not able to bring joy to yourself and therefore when you don't bring joy and love to yourself, it's very difficult to bring that to others. So you could almost argue that it's selfish to not take time for your own self-care, right? Because when you are filled up, when you are doing those things that replenish you, that's bringing yourself joy and taking care of yourself with love. And that means you have more of those things for the people in your life. So very different. Self-care and selfish, super different, could not be more opposite from each other. Why is self-care so important to your relationship? Let's think about those early days when you met. You had your own individual interests and you got to know each other and who each other were because you are two individuals first before you are a couple. When we become parents, there's less time and time is our greatest resource. And so when we have less time, we have less time for ourselves and for nourishing ourselves and replenishing ourselves the way we did before kids. So this is why it's so essential for each of you to have that sense of individuality and a strong sense of self and have your own interests and be doing things that are just for you so that you can come together as a really awesome healthy, thriving individuals. That is what makes up a thriving couple is when two people know themselves and are nourishing themselves first. And of course, it goes without saying that when you are a thriving couple, that is benefiting your children, right? That makes them feel safe and secure in the world. So you can see how the number one step here, the foundation of it all is you as individuals knowing yourselves and nourishing yourselves first and then as a couple and then of course all of those benefits filter to your children so this is why self-care is the foundation of every thriving relationship which brings me to well let's be obvious it's very difficult to make time for self-care without the support of your partner and i want you to get excited about this right how good does it feel when your partner comes back from doing something and they're energized and they have new energy and they're just bringing that freshness to your family life. It feels pretty awesome, right? And that probably makes you feel more attracted to them, seeing them feeling good. It's the same for you. Your partner wants you to feel good too. In order to do that, you can get excited about supporting each other in your respective self-care practices. Like, okay, let's get on board with this. Like, I want you to go and take that time, whatever it may be, once or twice a week, go and have that walk around the block. 
I'm going to, I'm going to do the bedtime with the kids on these nights so that you can have that time for you and vice versa and schedule it, put it into your calendars and get excited about it. There's nothing that makes a person feel more loved is when they are seen, heard and understood. And when you are supporting your partner in taking that time for themselves, you're saying, I see you. I understand what fills you up and what makes you feel good. And I want that for you because I love you, right? To love someone is to wish them well and to want to see them thrive. And I know that you want that for each other. So get excited about helping each other in your self-care practices. You need each other to make this happen. Be each other's biggest cheerleaders. I want to tell you a little story, a personal story, because I really understand I'm saying these words and it sounds really great, but in practice, it can be challenging. And I know this because of my own experience. When our first daughter was born, my husband, he's always been an avid cyclist. This is something that he's done for his whole life. We always joke that his cycling is like his therapy. That is his therapy. He gets out on his bike, he's moving his body, and that's also when he's alone with his thoughts and how he replenishes and he restores. And so even when we had our first baby and our second baby too, but I'm telling you the story from when our first was born, he would go out for his weekly rides once a week. At that time, he was working a nine to five job. I was home full time with the baby. And so he would go on these rides on Saturday mornings and he would start getting ready for his rides on Friday nights. So he would get his things ready by the door. He'd give his bike a little tune up. And that is when the resentment and rage would start bubbling up for me. (laughs) And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why in a second. So I would notice, I'm like, ooh, I'm starting to get really irritated because I can see he's doing something for himself and I'm really tired too. And I'd really like to make that time for myself, but it's not happening. And then he'd go out for his ride on Saturday morning and he would be gone for like two or three or four hours, depending on the day. He would come back and he would take these really long showers and then he would stretch. All of things which are very acceptable and normal and healthy. And yeah, I want him to take that time. And of course he needs to have a shower. And yes, he needs to stretch or else he could get injured and all of these things, okay? They all make perfect sense. However, for me, by the time he got home and he showered and he stretched, I was raging. I was so angry. And I was angry, not because he was taking this time for himself, but because I wasn't taking that time for myself. He was very open to giving me that time. Like, go do something for yourself. Take some time. It's no problem. Like, He wanted to see me thriving too, but I didn't know what self-care even looked like for me at that time. I wasn't able to carve it out. I just had so many reasons why, so many excuses. And I'm here to tell you that it took a lot of time and it took me hitting a really low point. And if you haven't listened to episode one, you know, there was a breakdown point for me and then self-care became a non-negotiable. And I don't want you to get to that breakdown point. I would love for you to be proactive about your self-care and to listen to this story and and this experience and learn from it and be proactive about your self-care now. I don't want you to get in the breakdown lane the, the way I did and to be raging and resentful towards my husband. That happened and it sucked. Thankfully, we got through that and we learned through it together. But he really was my greatest role model in carving out time for self-care. This was a non-negotiable for him because every time he'd go out for a ride, he would come back in such a great mood, have so much energy for us with renewed patience 
it was awesome. Who doesn't want more of that in their life, right? So then I learned from him and his consistency that, oh my gosh, I need to do this. Otherwise I become resentful and angry and that doesn't feel good. That's not the person that I want to be either. I hope this resonates with you and that it helps you to normalize whatever you're feeling. And I'm giving you this gentle, loving nudge and reminder that the only person who is going to carve out time for you is you. You have to speak up about what you need. If you're not sure what self-care looks like and you're thinking that same thing that I thought, like, I don't even know. I don't even know what I need right now. I want you to go and download the free self-care toolkit. I designed it specifically for this very common challenge about, I don't even know what self-care looks like, right? And the idea is that it's a very short video lesson. I designed it for you to watch as a couple so that you can get on the same page and be speaking the same language and be each other's biggest cheerleaders around taking self-care time. Also with this little video is a self-care recipe. So it's your personalized version of self-care. So you can figure, like you're saying, like, I don't even know what that looks like for me. This is going to walk you through what self-care looks like specifically for you. And naturally your self-care practice is going to change and evolve as you grow and change and evolve. So this is something that you can go back to again and again and tweak it into the needs of your life and where you're at at that specific moment in time. A couple of questions that I want you to ponder to help you think about what self-care might look like for you. Okay, so question number one, what activities do you love to do and do you look forward to? So if you need to pause the episode here, just pause and sit with that question. What activities do you love to do and do you look forward to? And question number two, what makes you feel the most like yourself? question number three, which can give you some inside scoop as to the first two questions as well, is what is an activity that brought you joy when you were a kid? Often those activities that we did in our childhood, they bring up that sense of play, playfulness, and joy, which can be so restorative and replenishing. So I'm going to say those three questions again. So number one, what activities do you love to do and do you look forward to? Number two, what makes you feel most like yourself? And number three, what is an activity that brought you pleasure when you were a kid? All of your relationships start with you. When you have joy in your life, when you are restored, you will bring that energy to your relationships with your partner, with your children, and with all of the people in your life. Thanks for tuning in to the Couplehood Podcast. It says so much about you that you're carving out this time for yourself and for your relationship. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. Head over to allisonvilla.com to learn more. A special shout out to my podcast editor, Emily Millane from theultimatecreative.com. You are a rock star. All right, you guys. Until next time, I'm Allison Villa wishing you love on your couplehood journey. <laughs>